Hello. Welcome. Welcome back. In the words of DJ Khaled, another one, another preseason preview. And today we are turning our attention to Crystal Palace. When I say we, I, of course, am all about myself and there's someone else, my ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. Number day six, two. I want to say yeah. day two for us. Yeah, day, day two. two we're six. on it. We're on it. And once again, not alone, Sam. You're not alone. No, you we are joined do. by a returning guest. You know, he, he came once and he's actually agreed to come back. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but we are joined. By... It was so nice. It was so nice. He had to do it twice. Yeah, that's what I mean, it is. It's got to be done. And it? it's got to be done. <laughs> but we're joined by actor Jim Piddock. Jim, how's things? Thank you so much for joining us again. You're welcome. Hopefully I'll get it right this time. Well, it was perfect nah, last time, Jim. We loved yeah. it last time, hence why we asked you back. Um, so, in terms of Palace's season last year, if you could sum it up in a sentence, how, how would you do that? Last season? Yeah. Great transition year. Yeah, okay. definitely. Great. So, so what, what's different this year? Is it is it bedded in now, the Vieira plan? Is it... Is it well, yeah, you've got to kick on, really, from that. You know, part of the... Uh, I think everyone's a bit surprised how easy the transition year was. Uh, was could have been way worse teething problems. The big problem now is how do you replace Conor Gallagher? Yeah. that's He was an integral part of that, that transition. And um, I think they've gone halfway there by signing Czech to Corey from Lons. Uh that will make a big difference. He's a very good player. Um, and I think there's still a missing piece of the, 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 the jigsaw. Although there are signs that Eberet Chiesi could fill the other half of that void. Well, I was thinking when, like, I think, did you sign him last season, Eberet Chiesi, from QPR? The season before last, yeah. Oh, the season before, yeah. But I, well, I saw him, like, we've seen him a couple of times down, you know, down the Liberty and... He was quality when he played against us, and I was only sort of waiting for him to sort of kick on from where he was at QPR. Yeah, so, you know when he with you now. So yeah, I, I'm I'm certainly expecting him to you know come into his own this season. Hopefully. Yeah, well, he had that big setback with the horrible Achilles injury that mm. set him back at least eight months. So yeah, that, yeah. it was really for him transition of getting fit again, and and he looks terrific in preseason. Um, he hasn't got the same energy as uh, Conor Gallagher, but between him and Decorey, we could dominate you know, in midfield in a different way um, without having to have that energy of the high press quite so strong. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. There, there may still be another signing to come. Um, but that would be my my biggest um, concern this year is we've definitely strengthened the squad in other areas. Um, so that's that's kind of, can we, can, we, can we make up for the loss of Conor Gallagher? And by the way, I don't think it's absolutely out of the question that he couldn't come back again. Do you think it's so? Un- it's unlikely, but um, you know that Chelsea midfield is quite crowded, and if True. If, if there's a feeling, um, you know, I don't know when the window shuts. Is it after the season begins? I think it might be just. Do after. they? I th- yeah, I was going to say, do they keep it like the same time for the window to close as the same time as it usually would, even though it's starting a bit sooner? I think they've gone back to that idea. Oh, End of August, whereas before okay. it used to be right beginning of the season, I can't remember, but they, they kind of been messing around with it. I, I think there's there's a, still a chance if he can't get in that Chelsea team, um, for sure. Uh, but 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 it's a tough one to call because I think he hasn't had the greatest of pre seasons with Chelsea, and partly because he's not been played in the same position. 
And there's a lot of rumblings amongst Chelsea fans that he's not the answer to what they need. And they actually feel like um, that other fellow who was at Norwich last year, whose name escapes me. Billy Gilmore. Oh, Billy Gilmore. They actually feel that Gilmore is probably more suited to the style of play and the tactics that Thomas Tuchel wants. So we'll see what happens. I, I, I'm not holding out great hope, and I think Palace have proceeded as if he's not coming back. But that is the $64 million question this season. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Fair enough. So if Gallagher was the key guy last year, then who... Who are you look into this season? Not necessarily in the same role, but just a player who might might be just the one to watch. Well, up front, uh, more so than ever, Wilfred Zaha. Wilf is now going to be playing much more as a striker. And he may be our main striker uh, because there's not a lot of competition up there. Um, I, I think, you know, creatively, SA is going to be huge, important, you know, that how he does. Uh, and Michael Olise. Uh, and of course, the new fellow checked to Corey. So if those four are all on on um, firing on all cylinders, we could have a great season. Um, there are definitely question marks up front. Christian Benteke, Odson, Edouard, Jean-Philippe Mateta and Jordan Ayew doesn't smell like a lot of goals. Yeah. Um, Mateta could, could surprise a few people, but... Um, but Edouard, Ayu and Benteke, to me, uh, question marks over all of them, all three. Is that um, something that concerns you then, like this season? Is that like where you would say yeah. you might lack is goals? Yeah, absolutely. Because um, you're, you're going to be heavily reliant, from what you said, you're going to be very heavily reliant on Wilfred Zaha. Yeah. And to put all that expectation on him just seems a bit, you know, much, especially I, I think, when you've got four other strikers there. I think so, although although he may have a sort of slightly easier remit this season and he doesn't have to track back so much if he's playing as a striker solely. Um, I, I, I wonder where we're looking in terms of strengthening up front uh, because I know that we were very interested in Eddie Nketiah and I think that would have happened if he hadn't gone back to, to stayed at Arsenal. Um, we nearly got him in January and I think that that... I'm surprised I haven't seen more rumblings about uh, a, 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 another Niketia type forward. Uh, Luke Plan just come in. He's he's a bit green right now. Um, I think Ebwe, Malcolm Ebwe came from Derby also, the two of them. They're both really promising, but I don't think they're Premier League ready. I think Ebwe particularly, I mean, they both could be terrific. And Plange could be exactly the sort of Eddie Niketia type forward we need. So we'll see. Um, you know, it's just whether the whether we need it now as opposed to in two years' time or next season. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, I don't know. I think defensively, once Chris Richards is nailed down, which it should be this week, um, I think we're probably pretty okay. Yeah. Certainly with goalkeeper we are, and, and I think with, with defenders we are. So it's really a question of, of just that extra forward. And, and maybe, you know, if we bring in someone like Morgan Gibbs-White, uh, which I would love to see, um, from Wolves, that's um, that could be a lot of the problem solved right there. He's getting a lot of interest, yeah. yeah. A, He's getting a lot say... of interest. Morgan Gibbs White, I think Everton. Yeah. Well, we had Everton on yesterday, and they're certainly you know trying to have a little sniff around him, so we'll see. We'll see, but he is very uh, highly rated, it would seem. Well, I think he's got Palace written all over him, you know, if he's not going to stay at Wolves much more than Everton. Um, I think he would fit in totally with the type of player and the type of culture at the club now of young up-and-coming uh, players uh, English and French players so I, I, I'd love to see that happen 
but but um, I don't I, I don't know what else is in the works. I do know certain things are in the works, but I don't know what's in the works in terms of an out and out striker. Yeah. So we'll those are the, those are the key players. Are there any players that for for the non Palace eye, if you like, people like me and Alex, who maybe we don't watch Palace every week, week in week out, we watch them. Why not? Now and again. Well, you Why know, it's a, good question. I'm, busy, I'm a busy a man, question. Jim. I'm a busy man. You know, we, <laughs> I'm done watching the Swans every week. <laughs> You're wasting your lives. Um, <laughs> Who's who is that underrated player? That one that might, might slip under the radar. Yeah. The one that uh, and we'll do with the unseen work. Well, Dukure is sort of the, is is been hailed as an unsung hero uh, so far in his career. Um, I think. If he can stay injury-free, you might, we might be very surprised by Nathan Ferguson, who's been injured for two years and has looked very promising in preseason. So I think that he could absolutely uh, burst out of the gate this season. And I do think Malcolm Ebray, if he accelerates his progress the way he could, he could be a huge surprise. Interesting. Interesting. I, I liked him at Derby last year. He looked really good. Mm. Um, I, I was surprised when he made the Premier League move so early. I yeah. was expecting a championship move myself, but um, I think Palace like, is the perfect place. Like you said, he, he fits that mold of, of young and totally. exciting. And I think I think Vieira is the perfect guy. The way he's looked after like uh, Conor Gallagher and you know Alise last year. I think I think that Iboa is. I think he's he's in good hands. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very, very impressed so far with him and Luke Plange. Oh, well. Luke, yeah, he was a derby as well, wasn't he? Luke yeah, Plange. yeah, yeah. I think it was the right move for a lot of derby players, though. To be honest, coming from a manager like Wayne Rooney to a yeah. manager then like Patrick Vieira, I think it made quite a bit of sense. If I'm being yeah. honest. Um, but yeah, compared from like this season, uh, uh, last season, sorry, to this season, what do you think is different this year? Of course, except for Conor Gallagher. Well, it's hard to tell because there's a stuff. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'll be a very streaky season because we've got an incredibly tough start. We've had a split squad all pre-season, half of them in Australia and Singapore, and half here. And I and I think we could have a pretty rough start. Uh, and then I think we've got a very easy patch. And then after the uh, the World Cup break, we've got another very tough uh, sort of stretch. So I, I could easily see us being a very streaky team this year where we go on great runs where we're winning a lot and then great, not so great runs where we're losing a lot. Um, I, I, I would think that would happen. Listen, I mean, obviously we want to try and improve on last year and I think a top 10 finish would satisfy everybody. Um, I think we could finish as high as 6th, 7th, 8th and as low as um, 15th. You know, I think it's one of those years. Fifteenth, sixteenth. If things really go wrong and we get a lot of injuries, you know, who knows what can happen? Who thought that Everton were going to struggle last year? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, if it feels like it's going to be one of those seasons for Palace where you're not going to know until probably the end of September how yeah. your season is going to go. Like once you get those first couple of games, those first two months of the way, then you can see right. Okay, we're going to go this way or we're going to go that way. That sort yeah, of thing. That's what it feels like to me. To be honest with you, I think it's a bit longer. I think it's probably you know another month or so because. Okay. Because it really is. I think our first four or five games are incredibly difficult. We could end up with like you know two or three points from that. So well, I was I was looking at your first. Oh, I've lost them now. 
Um, yeah, they've gone. <laughs> I was I was going to say I was looking at your first couple of games, but my notes have just disappeared. Well, I uh, mean, I can tell you, we got Arsenal at home. Um, then we got Aston Villa, which is probably the easiest of the first few games. Got Liverpool away. Uh, got Man City away, uh, and then we've got Newcastle away, uh, and Brentford at home stuck in there somewhere. That that's not the easiest of starts. Mm, no, Arsenal, start. Man City, and Liverpool. Uh, two of which are away. Uh, so so I think that could be, well, we'll find out. We'll find out. Um, but I think everybody's excited. There's a, there's a feel-good factor that, that everyone's very excited. Um, I just hope that, that the balloon doesn't burst early and, and people get, you know, disgruntled. Yeah, so you mentioned top 10. Is that your sort of where you'd be happy with coming in? Yeah, absolutely. It's top absolutely. 10. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, we ended up, what was it 12th or 13th last year? I think 13th. Uh, and we, we really threw away probably eight to 10 points. And I don't say that casually because normally I think you end up where you end up. Um, but, but we really did throw away so many late goals in the first third of the season, uh, half of the season, really, that, that cost us at least 10 points. And that would have put us up seventh or eighth. So I, I think we're capable of being up there. Um, Do you think that's been corrected now this season? Like, do you think it's going to be corrected over the, the summer transfer window? And I, I think there'll be, there'll be definitely, it's an older, wiser squad, yes. So that, that kind of uh, naivety will have gone. Um, you know, the, the defence was, was, was a worry last year, but then in the last, you know, third of the season, it was superb. I mean, I think mm. we had five clean sheets on the trot at home to end the season. Uh, and it's looked a bit shaky again in pre-season, but it's so hard to tell because... They've been split squad, so the back four has never has not played together yet. But if it continues where it left off from last season, that's really promising, and it needs to be because I, I, you know, that's where the goals are going to come from is going to be the issue, and um, you know, it ain't going to be me. <laughs> it's, it's similar, it seems to be as similar to what I said with with the Arsenal one last night, Al, which is that so like Arsenal bottled top four really this year. They should have had it, and then towards the end of the season. They, yeah. they threw away a couple of points and similar way to you said Palace did eight to 10 points. And I think given another year with the game plan, with the coach and a full preseason and just a year of being wiser and older, that squad might iron out the creases and those eight to 10 points might come to fruition. And then you're looking at, you are looking at probably not only even top 10, you're looking at maybe pushing for Europe, which yeah. I think that's all you can ask for really. Like, to be better than last year, which I think... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, if we can do better than last year, that's that's everyone will be happy. You know, I think, you know, getting into Europe would be ridiculous uh, to, to suppose that could happen, but it, it's it's not out of the question. It's, it's not important, especially with the Conference League, you know, coming into play now. I, I don't think it's impossible. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. But, again, we'll see. We yeah. will see. Uh, is it the final question, Sam? Um... I think it might be, you know. Could yeah. well be, yeah. We've flown through this one. Fair we news. have. Absolutely flown, flown through. So, um, yeah, we've covered covered what's needed in the window, what, what might be different. Um, Jim, are you willing? So you said anywhere from 7th to 15th. Are you willing to put a number on it and give us a prediction of where Palace might finish next year? Not the expectation, but where you genuinely think. 10th. 10th. Middle of the road. Yeah, stuck in the middle. Yeah, I think you've got to be happy with that, though. I, you know, I Absolutely. think from from a neutral point of view, that is a that's a considering where you were a couple of years ago, you know, three or four years ago, I think 
if the football's good as well, that's all that matters, surely. I think we'll just sneak in the top half. That'll be my <coughs> hope and prediction. There we are. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Lovely. That's awesome. Uh, that wraps us up, I think. Jim, what thank you. Us? Pleasure as pleasure as always. What about absolutely love chatting palace with you? Um, do you want to take a couple of moments just to tell people where they can find you on social media and the like? Uh, yes, you can find me at, at real Jim Piddock on uh, Twitter uh, and Jim Piddock, at Jim Piddock, I think, on Instagram. And um, there you go. Just type my name and you'll find me. There we are. Thank <laughs> you very awesome. much. It's been a Thanks for pleasure as always, Jim. And right. uh, best of luck for the season. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys next time for... Whichever Whenever one is next, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what one's next. We've got We're going to say that, but I just don't know what's all, next. Yeah. Um, so make sure you're just following us on Instagram at Cinemoth Podcast, Twitter at Cinemoth Pod, and you'll get a lovely little notification if you want to turn them on of when we release uh, a new episode. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon. Ta-ra. Take care.